Mumps, an A to Z guide from diagnosis to treatment to prevention. Written by Dr. Alan Green. Read for you by Kanchana Parameshwaran. Introduction to Mumps. Mumps has been a common disease for centuries. Hippocrates wrote about it almost 2,500 years ago. It's not all that serious an illness. It doesn't even affect male fertility the way that most people think. So why was a vaccine developed? Well, about one-third of the men who get mumps develop exquisite pain and swelling in one or both testicles, which then shrivel up and remain permanently atrophied. Perhaps that had something to do with it. Less well-known, mumps can affect the ovaries as well. What is it? Mumps is a virus that classically causes painful swelling of the parotid glands. Before the vaccine became available, it was an extremely common childhood infection. When adults or adolescents get mumps, the infection is more serious, often with orchitis. Who gets it? Mumps used to be predominantly a disease of elementary school-aged children. It was also a significant problem in the military. The biggest known epidemic in history occurred during World War II. Mumps was around all of the time, especially during the winter and spring. Every four years or so, there was a major epidemic. When the vaccine became widespread in 1968, there were more than 152,000 reported cases of mumps in the U.S. By 1997, the number had dropped down to about 680 cases per year. To the Today, the demographics of mumps have changed. In the U.S., the seasonal variation has disappeared, and now mumps is associated more with college campuses than with elementary schools. Since the vaccine, the age curve for mumps has shifted. It is no longer primarily a disease of 5- to 9-year-olds, but is more frequently a disease of young adults than ever before, the very ones who have the most to lose. Is this a failure of vaccine policy? You decide. Before the vaccine, only about 15% of mumps occurred after puberty. In 1968, more than 22,000 of the reported mumps cases were adult cases. Today, about half of the 680 cases are in adolescents and adults. Even if all of the remaining cases were in adults, that would still represent a 97% decrease in mumps in adults since the vaccine was introduced. What are the symptoms? The classic symptom of mumps is painful swelling of one or both parotid glands, often obscuring the angle of the jaw. The pain is especially intense when tasting sour liquids. People with mumps often mumble. Many people with mumps have no symptoms. Some can have both the classic symptoms and the complications. Some have only the complications. Boys have complications about three times as often as girls. The list of possible complications is long. Fortunately, most of them are rare. The most common complication before puberty is meningitis or encephalitis. The spinal fluid is changed in most kids with mumps, but the full-blown complication occurs in about one-fourth of one percent. After puberty, the most common complication is sharp testicular pain and swelling. This is usually accompanied by chills, high fever, nausea, and headache. This occurs in about one-third of postpubertal males with mumps. It rarely occurs before puberty, but has been reported down to age 3. About 40% of the affected testicles atrophy. This is noticeable cosmetically, but is unlikely to cause infertility even if both testicles are involved. Most people don't notice this, but mumps can affect the ovaries in much the same way. 5-10% to of women who get mumps will have some ovarian involvement. 
fertility is not thought to be affected. Mumps during pregnancy has not been associated with birth defects, but it does double the early miscarriage rate. Other complications of mumps, such as Bell palsy, deafness, arthritis, heart problems, eye pride problems, thyroiditis, or inflammation of the pancreas are quite rare. Is it contagious? Mumps is contagious. It is usually spread through direct contact with infected saliva. The saliva is contagious for a day or two before the swelling and up to three days after the swelling has subsided. How long does it last? The virus silently multiplies for 12 to 25 days before symptoms appear, if they do. The salivary gland swelling can happen quickly, within hours, or gradually over several days. The swelling and symptoms usually decrease and disappear over another three to seven days. If complications arise, they usually come later. The testicular or ovarian symptoms appear about a week after the parotitis. They last about four days. Meningitis or encephalitis typically arrives about a week and a half after the parotitis. How is it diagnosed? Mumps is suggested by the history and physical exam. Because the mumps virus is so uncommon today, further testing to determine the cause of the parotitis is wise. This might be done with blood, urine, throat washings, or spinal fluid depending on the symptoms. How is it treated? Treatment is aimed at relieving the symptoms. Anti-inflammatory medicines can reduce the pain and fever. How can it be prevented? The mumps vaccine gives immunity to most people who get it after the first dose, and even more after the second dose, but this protection can decrease over time. When and where there is a mumps outbreak, a third dose may be needed for prevention. Related Concepts Epidemic Parotitis